Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this evening's session. Reuters has published an article concerning COVID-19. The World Health Organization says a global rise in COVID cases is the tip of the iceberg. They are trying to prepare us to enter into possibly another lockdown and a forced inoculation program. Since only 61.9% of the earth responded the first time to the shots, they're hoping that this time they can coerce the rest into getting their shots. Reuters, figures showing a global rise in COVID-19 cases could herald a much bigger problem as some countries also report a drop in testing rates. The World Health Organization said on Tuesday, warning nations to remain vigilant against the virus. After more than a month of decline, COVID cases started to increase around the world last week, the World Health Organization said, with lockdowns in Asia and China's Jilin province battling to contain an outbreak. I wonder if they're giving out vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, and quercetin in China. I wonder if they're giving out ivermectin in China, like they did in India, who has decimated the COVID pandemic in the particular province that deployed such measures. Anyway, I hope they're not talking about those test kits that have been found to contain carcinogenic chemicals in them, including DNA destroying, DNA disrupting, and even DNA erasing chemicals. Hmm. Anyway, a combination of factors was causing the increases, including the highly transmissible Omicron variant and its BA.2 sublineage and the lifting of public health and social measures, the World Health Organization said. So I guess they expect us to walk around and suffocate ourselves with dirty, bacteria-filled masks for another 10 to 15 years, socially distancing at six feet, which is absolutely worthless, even MIT confirmed that. But we're supposed to continue to walk around and be afraid of each other and look at each other like monsters and look at each other like diseases walking on two feet. Children have been born with lower IQs since the pandemic measures have been implemented. Their cognitive abilities are shrinking. The fabric of socialization and the fabric of society and communication is deteriorating rapidly. Anyway, let us continue. A combination of factors was causing the increases, including the highly transmissible Omicron variant and its BA.2 sublineage and the lifting of public health and social measures, the World Health Organization said. These increase are occurring despite reductions in testing in some countries, which means the cases we're seeing are just the tip of the iceberg, World 
Health Organization's head, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, told reporters. Low vaccination rates in some countries driven partly by huge amount of misinformation and disinformation also explained the rise, World Health Organization officials said. So COVID-19 is spreading and breaking out and killing vaccinated people because of the spread of misinformation and disinformation. Hmm. Once again, a report just came out of the UK that found that 98% of all recent deaths from infections have been amongst the doubly and triply jabbed. Not the unjabbed, the jabbed. Not the unjabbed, the jabbed. Not the unvaxxed, the vaxxed are dying at a 98% rate. Let that sink into your conscience and then into your subconscience. Low vaccination rates in some countries driven partly by a huge amount of misinformation also explained the rise, World Health Organization officials said. New infections jumped by 8% globally compared to the previous week. Fake numbers, once again, with 11 million new cases. And how did we come across these cases? How are we collecting the data to confirm these cases? What methodology, what method, what apparatus, what tool, what machine are we using to get these numbers? These are just fake numbers being thrown out. Just fake numbers in real time. Anyway, let me continue to say what they said. New infections jumped by 8% globally compared to the previous week with 11 million new cases and just over 43,000 new deaths reported from March 7th through the 13th. It is the first rise since the end of January. The biggest jump was in the World Health Organization's Western Pacific region, which includes South Korea and China, where cases rose by 25% and deaths rose by 27%. And in the midst of all this, I'm still wondering where did the flu go? Where is the flu? What island is the flu vacationing on right now? Because it's been there for two years straight. Must be having a good time. Let us continue. A number of experts and <laughs> pundits have raised concerns that Europe faces another coronavirus wave. You mean Europe that is highly vaccinated? Germany that has almost an 80% vaccination rate is now being slaughtered again? Certainly it can't be from a new variant or strain. It must be from something that they already took that just has decided to morph, transform, and manifest itself 
as we prognosticated it would a year ago. Dr. Geert Vandenbosch definitely made it clear. Anyway, let us continue. A number of experts have raised concerns that Europe faces another coronavirus wave. With case rising, cases rising, they made an error there, since the beginning of March in Austria, Germany, Switzerland, the Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. These are all highly vaccinated countries. Keep that in mind and make a note of that in your journal and your notebook. Highly vaccinated places are being slaughtered by the very thing they've been vaccinated against. The World Health Organization's Maria van Kerkhove said at the briefing that BA.2 appears to be the most transmissible variant so far. And by what mechanism and apparatus, Mrs. Kerkova, are you differentiating the variants? Because PCR was fake. However, there are no signs that it causes more severe disease and no evidence that any other new variants are driving the rise in cases. So then why are so many people dying, my friend? And as the report from the United Kingdom proves, 98% of those who are doubly jabbed, triply jabbed, quadruply jabbed, they're the ones dying. Not the unjabbed. Anyway, because we know no one's gonna come forth and challenge these things, even Mangala himself is not gonna come forward and challenge these things, what he's doing instead is suggesting that everyone in the world takes a fourth booster shot. Because Mr. Borla, the CEO of Pfizer, has suggested and is seeking for approval this week to get a fourth booster approved under emergency use authorization so that when the deaths follow they cannot be held liable for it what happened to community it was approved but not for you they psychologically tricked Americans into believing that they were receiving an authorized Food and Drug Administration authorized product when really it was a product that's not even once been produced in the United States of America and is still at present not available in the United States of America. It is not in production at all for the United States of America. And even if it was, it would still have the same outcome and impact that the emergency use authorization version has had. A storm of pericarditis, myocarditis, strokes. As a matter of fact, 10 pages worth 
over 1,200 adverse events, side effects, damages, and diseases are what will follow. The picture in Europe is also not universal. Denmark, for example, saw a brief peak in cases in the first half of February, driven by BA.2, which quickly subsided. Hmm. Why? That's a question we'll have to investigate and get down to the bottom of at some other time. But experts have begun to warn that the United States could soon see a similar wave to that seen in Europe, potentially driven by BA.2, the lifting of restrictions and potential waning immunity from vaccines, the potentially waning immunity from vaccines, the potentially waning immunity from vaccines, the potentially waning, weakening, dissolving, worthlessness of the vaccines that were given several months ago. I agree with the easing of restrictions because you can't think of it as an emergency after two years, said Antonella Viola, professor of immunology at Italy's University of Padua. We just have to avoid thinking that COVID is no longer there and therefore maintain the strictly necessary measures. What, what are those measures, Miss Viola? Why is it that the measures don't include fortifying the immune system with the things that God in nature, or God through nature, God designed in nature to be for our use? Why do, why do I not hear anyone suggesting that we begin to utilize what we have that is natural, that doesn't cost, that doesn't boost the stocks and profits of pharmaceutical companies. It just simply boosts, it makes more resilient and strong and robust your immune system. It profits you, not them. And that's probably why we don't hear even Miss Viola, Viola. We don't hear her saying anything about the natural things you can do to protect yourself. They just continually talk about measures. And when they say measures, it means the measures that are given to you by the state. The measures that are given to you via the World Health Organization or the CDC, or their country's equivalent of the CDC, and the NIH, and the NIAID, etc., etc., etc. We just have to avoid thinking that COVID is no longer there, and therefore maintain the strictly necessary measures, which are essentially the continuous monitoring and tracking of cases, and the maintenance of the obligation to wear a mask in closed or very crowded places. Until next time, Shalom Aleikum.
This concludes today's small news briefing. The World Health Organization says a global rise in COVID cases is only the tip of the iceberg. You can expect an explosion in cases, possibly more lockdowns, and wearing the mask until 2050. 